Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Recruiting Every Second. I am your host, Blaine Gilmer, and so excited to be bringing you another episode of the show on the Believe Podcast Network that brings you anything and everything that centers around SEC football recruiting. And today is Friday, May 28th, 2021, and we are here to bring you all kinds of news about SEC football recruiting. Guys, when it comes this time of year, we're here right before June 1st where these visits, both official and unofficial, are about to kick off. It's been a dead period for so long here, and the NCAA is now about to open those floodgates, allow college recruits to get out to these campuses, work out for these coaches, and it's going to be a very, very interesting time. Guys, a lot of these recruits haven't been seen in well over 18 months. Their bodies have changed. A lot of stuff is going to go down, and people are going to go up and down recruiting boards. Offers are going to go out to guys who maybe weren't even highly rated or or thought of beforehand, and some guys are going to slip down boards, of course, because maybe they didn't uh, – progress as people thought they might might have during the pandemic so a lot of interesting stuff's going to happen of course a little bit of personal news i not only do the recruiting every second podcast here on the believe podcast app but also i am now a writer and recruiting analyst over at ugasports.com the georgia affiliate in the rivals network so so happy to to be over there with those guys. I really appreciate my time at, at Bulldog Illustrated, but super excited to be on the Rivals platform and being able to continue my work covering uh, Georgia football recruiting specifically with those guys. But here it's all about the entire SEC and, you know, wanted to touch kind of on with these June 1st visits and beyond coming up the entire month of June, it looks like right now over at the Rivals rankings, the the teams that actually have a shot at landing that number one spot when the 2022 class is said and done. You've got Ohio State sitting right now at number one, LSU at number two, Georgia at three, and then Alabama's lurking all the way back down there outside of the top ten right now. But everybody knows that you never bet against Nick Saban and the Crimson Tide. And speaking of betting, guys, we do want to say that today's show is presented by Bet Online. Guys, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. If you if you're so inclined to do so, if you want to put a little extra on the game, if you want to uh, 
you know, make it a little more exciting. If that is your prerogative, then guys, Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to betonline.ag to use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook expert. And we're thankful that today's episode is presented by Bet Online. And guys, like we said, never count out Alabama. There's a lot of stuff going on, guys, in terms of how Alabama could shoot up those recruiting boards very, very quickly. Only six commits in their class right now. They have their eyes on flipping some guys like Damani Jackson. He's the number two ranked player in the country out of out of modern day high school out there in Santa Ana, California. Uh, Five star cornerback. He's going to be making an official visit out to Tuscaloosa. Uh, so of course that could, if they're able to entice him to flip away from Southern Cal to become a Alabama a member of the Alabama Crimson Tide, and of course that could change the ratings highly. Walter Nolan. The number three player still highly considering Alabama. Luther Burden, he's a five-star receiver, number seven ranked player in the country on the rivals recruiting board, and he is from East St. Louis. He's currently committed to the University of Oklahoma. Uh, Burden is going to be making official visits, even though he is committed to Oklahoma, to Alabama and to Georgia as well. So whatever happens with Luther Burden right there, whether he ends up flipping to Alabama, he flips to Georgia, stays with Oklahoma, that's going to have a lot big impact there on the 2022 rankings, of course. And then, you know, there's guys like Shamar Stewart, who we mentioned LSU is sitting at number two in those rankings right now. Shamar Stewart, a lot of people, the big defensive end out of Monsignor Pace down there in Miami. A lot of people have considered LSU the favorite for a long time now for, for Shamar Stewart, but Georgia has made a big run here at the big defensive end from Opelika, Florida, six foot five, now sitting more around 275 pounds, uh, which is updated from what's on the rival side. He was, you know, 260 last year. Now he's sitting up at 275, so more of a true defensive end Shamar Stewart's growing into. And interesting enough, spoke with a source close to, very close to the recruitment of Shamar Stewart. It appears that Georgia has uh, been pushing for and is going to, get the right to be Shamar Stewart's last visit overall. Not the last visit this summer because he's taking a lot of different places, going a lot of different places. But overall, Georgia's pushing to be that last visit for Shamar Stewart, leave a a lasting impact uh, on that recruitment. And it appears that he's willing to let them, uh, to grant that to them. So Coach Bryant Gross Armiento, or Coach BGA, who is – graduate assistant for the University of Georgia has those South Florida connections down there he's done a great job recruiting Shamar Stewart so Georgia really getting into position where they can uh, have a real battle with LSU there for Shamar Stewart Kamari Wilson's kind of on commitment watch for Georgia he's out of IMG you know trending getting a lot of a lot of future casts on on rivals getting a lot of predictions elsewhere so Kamari Wilson is somebody that Georgia fans want to be watching out for and then, of course, Branson Robinson and Oscar Delp are really, really highly sought after by Georgia. Uh, Branson Robinson is just a unbelievable running back, has, has agility, power, just absolute powerhouse. In fact, I mean, the, the what he, this young man's able to do in the weight room, a lot of people making comparisons to Nick Chubb, and it's easy to see why with his run style and how he goes. Oscar Delp, 
you know, Todd Hartley has done a tremendous job of targeting a tight end that he wants in the last two classes and going out and getting him. He got Darnell Washington two classes ago, Brock Bowers this last class. It appears Oscar Delp is the guy that he, he really, really wants and he's going to go after. And Oscar Delp will be visiting, doing an official visit on this first weekend here in June along with a lot of his hustling teammates like Gunnar Stockton, who's committed to Georgia, uh, Denylon Morissette, Kojo Antwee is going to be over there, who is trying to choose between Alabama, Ohio State, Texas A&M, Georgia. So, you know, Kojo is another player that can help be heavily involved in that number one class ranking there. And finally, on the recruitment, on the commitment front, Florida received a commitment from four-star cornerback Julian Humphrey out of Houston, Texas. Julian is a speed guy, 4340. Um, you know, did very well in the 200, plays the ball well in the air, you know, true man coverage type corner. So Florida gets themselves another commitment there. Overall, though, that just raises Florida to number 24 in the entire class in the class of 2022. So Florida got some work to do to make their way into a top 10 finish, which has not been a guarantee for them under Dan Mullen. They finished sometimes as low as 14th, but you know, we broke down that with David Waters of Gators Breakdown not too long ago, so check back in the archives for that episode. Also, if you want to get a deep dive on Tennessee, I had an episode recently with Kyler Kerbison, who's also a host of the Believe in Everything Tennessee podcast. I've got an episode coming out next week with Jordan Dollinger from Believe in Everything Ole Miss podcast. So guys, if you are wanting deep dives into teams and their recruitment classes and what's coming up, then make sure to subscribe here to Recruiting Every Second. You can do it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you hear your audio podcasts. And I'm going to be doing some exciting things on YouTube coming up. So just make sure to subscribe. Go to the – follow us on Twitter using at recruiting underscore SEC. You can follow me specifically at bgilmer18. And have two exciting feature interviews today. They're going to – kind of roll in to one another. It's going to be Grant Godfrey from North Gwinnett. He's been offered by the Kentucky Wildcats, who are just tearing it up in recruiting right now, guys. They sit ninth in the rivals' rankings with 10 commitments, six four-stars. This is a program that's put six guys in the in the league this past year in the NFL draft. So, you know, Kentucky has a lot of momentum on the recruitment trail. And also, Grant is a legacy of the Georgia Bulldogs with his father, Randall Godfrey, having played linebacker there. So make sure to take a listen to that interview. And then right after it, it's going to sound like we're kind of dismissing right at the end of the uh, Grant Godfrey video, like the show would be coming to a close. But we're just going to roll right into the next one with Mr. Sammy Brown out of Commerce, who is a freak athlete. Guys, six foot two, 215 pounds, only going to be in the class of 2024. Uh, Grant Godfrey's a 2023 linebacker, but Sammy is a 2024 guy, probably going to play linebacker at the next level as well. Right now, he's a two-way star, also a three-sport star. He plays football. He wrestles. He's a track guy, won the state championship as a freshman in the 400 meter for Commerce High School. He's going to be going to Jefferson High School, playing alongside Malachi Starks, who's a four-star that is committed to the University of Georgia 
And, guys, that's going to be a very formidable defense for Jefferson High School over there. So I hope you enjoyed these two interviews with two up-and-coming prospects, guys, that are going to have a lot of SEC interest. Sammy Brown currently has offers from Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee. Grant Godfrey from Kentucky. He's got an offer from Kentucky, and then he's going to be working out with Georgia Georgia linebacker coach Coach Schumann here this summer, and with the obvious connection there of his father being a Georgia alum, wouldn't be shocked to see an offer from the dogs come his way. So, hope you enjoy these interviews here on Recruiting Every Second. As we always do, we try to bring the prospects on here that are really starting to make headway in recruiting, that are catching the attention of a lot of coaching staffs out there, and we certainly have one of those with us this evening and going to bring on Mr. Grant Godfrey right now. Grant, thank you so much for joining the show. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So let's get right into it. You know, uh, 2023 outside linebacker, North Gwinnett High School uh, has produced some great talent. You know, Barrett Carter, who just signed with Clemson last year, one of the top recruits in the entire country. Um, first off, before we even get into your family background and, and all that kind of stuff, What's it been like being a guy growing up in that North Gwinnett system over there where a lot of, you know, high profile college prospects and stuff come out of learning behind a guy like Barrett Carter? What's that been like for you so far in your high school experience? So me and Barrett have been friends for like 10 years. And so me and him always went to the same trainers. And so we go to the same trainers and uh, we work hard over here, you know. And then uh, Coach Stewart moved in about four or five years ago and great coach on another level yes sir yeah, great coach uh, so i think we were talking beforehand you guys finished seven and four went to the second round of the playoffs last year uh, i think you mentioned that things are things are looking even better coming up here in this uh in in this next year for north gwinnett are they not you want to preview a little bit what this next year is going to look like for north gwinnett yes sir so our offense we have two d1 running backs and a great quarterback in ethan washington uh, he can run and throw the ball. And our defense, you know, our it starts with our front seven, Caden, McDonald, Jonathan Ham, Tyler Walton, me, Jace Anderson. We're a very good front seven. I think we're one of the best in the state. And our DBs are very solid back there. They're all fresh, fresh DBs, and they're ready to play. Yeah, and, man, in in the 2022 and 2023 class alone, a lot of these guys that you see on Twitter all the time and, and in the on 24-7 sports, rivals, all this kind of stuff, a lot of the talent is being recruited not just by SEC schools but around the country is coming out of the state of Georgia in those couple of classes. Just how amazing is it to be kind of part of a group, whether it's guys over at Grayson like Michael Daugherty in your class, you got Caleb Downs over at Mill Creek. There's so many talented players right there in the Gwinnett County area and in 7A football in Georgia. What's it like just every Friday night going up against several D1 prospects? It's always fun to compete. You know, last year going against Cody Brown, one of the best running backs to come through Georgia, it was always fun to compete. You know, you make new friends through this recruiting process and maybe we can go on some uh, visits together, you know, and have some fun with each other. 
So as you learn more about those other guys and they're sharing the same experience as you are going to camps, getting offers by the same school as you are, how often are you guys like comparing notes, you know, talking about, well, this is what this program is is uh, telling me or selling me on, or this is what this coach is saying. I mean, how, how often are you guys in communication with all that kind of stuff? I mean, you know, um, I've had a very long friendship with, you know, uh, Dale Martin, who's at Marietta. He went to North Gwinnett and, you know, I've known Kayla for a little while, and, you know, me and Kaden talk to each other every day about, you know, the colleges that we're talking to and what they're telling them and how we're going to work out some camps and stuff and what the colleges want want them to see this year. Absolutely. And uh, reminding everybody, this is Recruiting Every Second, the SEC football recruiting podcast. We have Grant Godfrey uh, out of North Gwinnett. He is a outside linebacker. Grant you have an offer from the University of Kentucky, and in addition to that, also TCU, Georgia Tech, uh, Virginia. So, but we'll focus on that Kentucky offer for right now. You know, got it here recently. What was it like uh, getting a call from your, you know, your first SEC offer from a school like Kentucky? Um, I saw a coach Anwar Stewart two years ago, my freshman year when I was here, ta- um, working with the varsity team, and he he talked to me, and we had a we built a pretty good bond and you know he called me at uh last week and told me he'd been talking to coach Stewart because they're really good friends and they've offered me because you know they were uh Barrett and Jordan's first offers also and so they wanted to offer me really early and build a good relationship with me and so they and they Kentucky made it pretty well into the into the deeper part of Barrett's recruitment so he must have had a pretty good relationship with Kentucky yes sir so when you when you were talking to Kentucky, I'm sure one of the things that they sold you on and started to, to tell you about with their program is Kentucky. There's actually I was talking to um, a guest on my show the other day and he mentioned that Kentucky, there's only seven other programs in the country that have put more NFL players in the last few NFL drafts than the University of Kentucky. Kentucky is pumping out pro players. Is that something that they kind of pitched to you and talked to you about early on here? Yes, sir. They had a lot of draft picks this year. I think they had six draft picks this year, and so that's a lot of talent coming from Kentucky, and that's really impressed me a lot. And, you know, Coach, Coach Stewart just talks about the great defense they have up there, and, you know, they have a great talent. Absolutely. With Coach Stoops, that's one of the better coach defenses in the SEC year in and year out. Do a lot of good stuff. Also, uh, for those of you that, that don't know, Grant is a uh, a legacy not only of the SEC, but a, an NFL legacy as well. His dad, Randall Godfrey, played for the Georgia Bulldogs from 1992 to 1995, then went on to play 12 years in the National Football League. Grant, before we get into the specifics of that and, you know, having having a, a dad who, you know, did certain things ahead of you, um, you know, just what's it been like growing up uh, knowing, okay, this is what my, this is what my dad did in the college level and pro level, and how's that kind of influenced you throughout, you know, your game growing up? It's influenced me a lot. You know, uh, me and my dad are very, very close. We, we love to watch football together and – we love to just go watch his old games and talk about what he should have done on certain plays, and we love to sit down and watch the film over and over again. And it's really, really fun sitting down and going to all these college football games with them and just talking about football. 
Absolutely. You were there with him, I believe, when he got inducted into the Georgia-Florida Hall of Fame back in 2017. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, I'm sure two schools that you would love to, uh, you know, and probably will end up getting offers from here before too long. Uh, what was it like just kind of seeing, okay, here's here's your dad getting inducted into a, a Hall of Fame of one of the most storied rivalries in college football? It was a great experience, you know, just boosting me to work hard and train as hard as I can so maybe one day I can be inducted into a Hall of Fame type game like that. Yeah, fantastic, man. So, you know, with that being said, I think uh, you you mentioned that – you mentioned to me before we came on air here that you have a workout coming up, maybe a seven-on-seven camp, something like that, where you're going to get to uh, maybe work out for Georgia, the, the program that your dad played at. Is that correct? Yes, sir. So on June the – it's sometime in June. Those days get mixed up between the eighth and the tenth. There's a They're lot having going workouts on up at Georgia. Yeah, and Coach uh, Schumann invited me down there to give him a good uh, run through of some uh, linebacker drills, and he wanted to speak to me. And then on the sixteenth, I'll be at Georgia Tech doing the same thing there, just workouts and drills, and talk to the coaches there. Absolutely, and I know, and I know that we're. Uh, here on recruiting every second we kind of focus on uh sec recruiting too but i do want to talk a little bit about georgia tech because that does seem to be a program that's really uh ramped up their recruiting you know under coach collins i know that you spoke with coach thacker um that does have a direct impact on sec schools because georgia tech's trying to pull from the same pool of talent so you know what was it like talking to coach thacker and and getting that offer early on and and that what do you what are you kind of your thoughts on that georgia tech program um, I actually love Georgia Tech, the Georgia Tech program, because, you know, my longtime friend, ever since I moved to Georgia, um, Jerry Ivey, he, he uh, went to Georgia Tech, too. And me and him have been talking a lot about Georgia Tech, and Coach Dacker is a very, very good coach. Um, I would love to go visit Georgia Tech, for sure, and build a good relationship with Georgia Tech, so... Don't let your dad hear that too close to you. And yeah, I mean, I'm sure he may be he may be in the next room or something. You we don't need a, a Georgia Bulldog here, and you talk about Georgia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding, man. He, I'm sure he'd be just just fine if he'd wear the he'd wear the gold yes, and blue for you if you ended up going down there, huh? Yes, sir. Absolutely. So, you know, just going forward, man. A lot you're early on in this process. But I did want to talk to you about what are some things that are going to be most important to you. You got this summer where you're finally getting to get out of the COVID mode and go visit places and go see places, stuff like that. But what are you going to be looking for as a player, as a student, as a person going through this recruitment process? Um, I've got a lot of college invites, you know, to camps, and I'm just trying to get bigger in this off season, bigger, faster, and stronger. Um, I've been doing a lot of training and footwork stuff so I can work on my covering also so so I can play a little bit hybrid and um this summer I'm gonna be I'm gonna try to shoot up and gain about 10 pounds and you know go visit and maybe go to some camps this summer absolutely anything in particular that you know some guys know from an early age hey here's what I want to study one day or anything like that anything you know outside of football that that you want to focus on when you get to college? Um, I don't really have my goals set right now for what I'm going to study in college, but I will, I'll, I would love to be a coach when I'm done playing football 
Absolutely. You know, coach at the collegiate level or in the NFL or even at high school. So it isn't. Absolutely. So don't want to don't want football to be done when the playing days are over. This has been Grant Godfrey joining us here on the Recruiting Every Second podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. Grant, man, thank you so much for coming on just to detail a little bit about your recruitment, that offer from Kentucky. I'm sure that relationship is going to be at the bill. Before we let you go, are you going to try to get up to Kentucky this summer? Yes, sir, I am. You got a date set for that one? Um, not yet. I have to figure out the schedule between my practices I have in June. So. No, no doubt. And June's going to be crazy for everybody with the, mm-hmm. the COVID restrictions being gone. Now it's just like full, you know, scale, everybody running to get to the college campuses. So I'm sure yes, they're all messed up. But uh, anyways, guys, that is Grant Godfrey from North Gwinnett. And thank you so much for joining us here on the Recruiting Every Second podcast. You can follow us using at recruiting underscore ACC. Follow Grant using at Grant Godfrey 3 on Twitter, and we'll catch you next time. And now we're going to have that interview for you with 2024 linebacker from Jefferson High School. We'll be at Jefferson High School this fall, Mr. Sammy Brown. Sammy, thanks for joining Recruiting Every Second, man. It's great to be here. Sammy, uh, you've had a lot going on here lately, especially, you know, track, and we're going to get into that, how that's kind of helped uh, make you a better overall athlete and things like that. But first of all, a big congratulations, state champion. You're looking at the single A state champion here in the 400 meter, man. What was it like uh, winning, winning state championship gold? It was extremely exciting. I knew when I got to about 25 meters from the finish line, I was going to win the thing, and it was just overwhelming. So, how hard is it to keep your composure at that last 20, 25 minutes? It's definitely really tough. How close was the race? I think it was a little over half a second. So awesome. it wasn't too close. So you had it. You you knew it. Yeah. You had it nailed. Yeah. I got you. That's good, man. Also, Sammy also finished fourth in the 200. Both of the relay teams he was on finished third. So a big showing. Still at his his original school commerce and we're going to get into that in just a minute a transfer that he's going to jefferson high school this fall and we'll get into all the reasons for that and everything but first uh on that track man you know being a, a dual sport guy running track how has that just helped you in your overall development not only as a football player but as an, as an athlete well, both the sports that i do in the offseason wrestling and track both definitely help two aspects of my football game because wrestling is definitely very hard mentally on yourself and physically. So I get a lot of my mental stuff from there. And then track helps with your speed, your agility and all that other stuff. So it's definitely helping a lot in my movement. Absolutely. And, you know, when it comes to the three sports, are you going to try, how how long are you going to try to continue all three going throughout high school? Is there going to be at some point where you think you'll have to maybe pair back a little bit? What are your thoughts on that? I'm definitely going to try to go all three throughout high school and maybe try to in college if I'm able to. And track probably, or that would probably yes, be sir. the yes, best sir. one. I got you. Hard to wrestle and play football in high yeah. school <laughs> or in college. I got you. But yeah. no, uh, guys, we're here on recruiting every second with Sammy Brown. Uh, Sammy is a 2024 linebacker, uh, stands around six foot two, 215 pounds. He'll be going to Jefferson High School this fall. So let's get into that real quick, Sammy. Not only are you a three sport guy, you're also a coach's son. Your your dad is Mike Brown, who was has been longtime head coach at Commerce High School. Is now uh, leaving that post, going to go to 
Jefferson and be the defensive coordinator over there, and you're going to, of course, follow him over there. So what's that change been like? You know, you've been a commerce guy for all these, these this long, and uh, now a little bit of change in your life. How's that been? Well, it's definitely been tough, like leaving my friends and stuff, but I know that I'm going to make good friends over there, and that's going to be a really good experience. And not too far of a car ride either. Yeah. Jefferson. <laughs> I live within a mile of a lot of my friends, so it's not like I'm leaving my friends. It's just going to be tough not seeing them every day. Absolutely, absolutely. But one friend that you may make and probably have already made uh, really quick is going to be Malachi Starks, who's one of the best players, if not the best uh, athlete in the in the country in his class in the uh, 2022 class here. So just talk about what's it going to be. Have you talked to Malachi already with you coming to Jefferson? And, and what's that, what's that going to be like playing against literally one of the best players in the entire country? Well, it's definitely going to be a handful for the other teams. He's, he's a great guy. I've talked to him a lot. He was at our track meet over the weekend because 4A ran with us. And so I talked to him a lot over the weekend. And it's definitely going to be a really good experience, both for me and for him, because we're going to be able to push each other and make each other better. Yeah, kind of both both of y'all being able to play on that Jefferson defense. I think I think your dad's job is going to be uh, fa- fairly easy there, Jefferson. We <laughs> have I mean, guys like you. On, no, I'm just just playing there. I'm sure Jefferson they they always are in uh always in position. Uh, state runners up last year, so I'm sure Jefferson will have a have a great team over there. But you know, as uh great players and as you perform, you the offers start coming in, and that certainly happened for you. Um, back last year, you started getting offers, and you know South Carolina was first, and then Georgia, Tennessee, Georgia Tech in there too. But those three SEC offers, since we're here focusing on SEC football recruiting, South Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, being a 2024 guy very early on in the process, just man, what's it been like getting that recognition of your of your game and of your potential, uh, getting offers from those kind of schools? It's really just felt like a dream. Every every time I get those offers, it's just as exciting as the last one because it's just like, wow, that's a Division One offer that I'm getting. And especially for an SEC team and an elite team like Georgia, it's definitely exciting to get one of those. So do you feel like, you know, when you get those, when you get those types of offers, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, a lot of things that people for the longest time have associated the SEC with is physicality, you know, hard, hard hitting football, stuff like that. That's certainly something I feel that you've brought to the table there during your time at Commerce. I'm sure you will at Jefferson, uh, both offensively and defensively. I know you're going to project to play linebacker in college, but ran for almost 1400 yards this past season at Commerce. Uh, just how much do you pride yourself on, on being one of the most physical guys on the field each time you're playing? Well, both Commerce and Jefferson run triple option, and that really requires you to be as physical as possible. So every time I step on the field, physicality is one of my most key aspects to focus on. And re- wrestling, you mentioned before, that probably, like you said, that probably that uh, definitely helps, helps a lot. Especially lot. if you're called on to, to block or somebody, something like that, you know? Yes, sir. So individually with those schools, South Carolina, we'll touch on them first because that was the first one that came to you. You know, just kind of break that down. I know they have to go through your coaches and stuff like that, but just what was the process early on getting getting the communication from South Carolina? Well, my dad is kind of friends with Coach Bobo, who was there at the time, and they had kind of been texting back and forth, and he had called my dad, and my dad had given me the phone, and he had offered me. Absolutely. So you said, you know, 
obviously I know the change of coaching staff and stuff like that. Are you you looking forward to maybe connecting with Coach Beamer and that staff as it as it gets going? Yes, sir. So then I believe uh, I believe Tennessee uh, came on next and Georgia. They were right there, right there together. So yes, sir. Uh, we we can kind of that may have been, been the same day. I mean, it was very, it was the same day. Yeah, very very close together. So you know, I can't imagine. Let alone a guy like me, I can't imagine getting one SC offer, but two in the same day. You had to be like walking on cloud nine that day. <laughs> it was a very exciting day because I had woken up and Coach McGee had texted my dad at like five in the morning. And then that afternoon, I'm going to track and my dad calls me and it's like, hey, I need to talk to you. Tennessee wants to talk to you. And it was just, it was crazy. It was a crazy day. And, and, you know, what are, what are some of these? I'm, I'm assuming, you know, they get in touch with with your dad, who just happens to so happen to be your coach as well, and then you're able to get back in touch with those schools. When you're when you're getting back in touch with those schools and having the communication, what's some of the stuff that they're telling you? Maybe they are identifying they like about your game, they like about you, or excited about you. About they all of them have mentioned the physicality, and they've all mentioned the speed, the quickness, the zero to a hundred, all that stuff. Absolutely. Speaking of the speed, I did uh, going back to the track meet and winning the the state title in the four hundred. What was the what was your time in the four hundred there on the on the state championship run? It was a fifty point five. I got you. And what what do you, you think if you were running a, a forty yard dash today? If you could line up, what what do you think you come in at at the forty? Um, probably four five. Four somewhere five. in that range, yes, sir. Being a guy that's six two two fifteen, and you know. <laughs> only in the class of 2024 you know going into that that sophomore that sophomore season there man yeah that's that's really picking them up and putting them down so uh definitely a lot of speed we're talking here on recruiting every second with sammy brown if you're listening on the audio version of the show on whether on apple on google apple podcast google podcast or spotify you can follow sammy using at sammy s-a-m-m-y brown underscore uh, Sammy is going to be at Jefferson High School, the state runners up in 4A this past year uh, over there alongside Malachi Starks, five-star athlete, one of the committed to the University of Georgia. So also get to ask this, Sammy, now you have a now you have a Georgia offer and you're going to play beside Malachi Starks. Has he already started recruiting you to Georgia? Not yet, but I'm definitely expecting something to come. Absolutely, absolutely. It's early on in the process, but did want to ask you, you know, I'm sure it's going to be crazy. There's going to be a ton of more offers flood in, having offers like that to start off with. What are what's this summer going to look like for you? Are you going to be just hitting up a bunch of camps, that, uh, places you're interested in? I know a lot of people have been, you know, just a lot of pent up, you know, frustration, man, not being able to get out on the road and do this recruiting stuff, but you going to be hitting up a lot of camps and stuff once June rolls around? Yes, sir. I have a I'm going to Georgia and I'm going to Clemson for a camp and then going up to Tennessee and just hitting those that are all around here. Yeah, so what I know that they're going to be looking for stuff out of you, of course. They're going to be working you out doing all that kind of stuff. But this is a two-way street, you know. It's a, it's a, you've got to be comfortable, you know, enough eventually to say this is a program I want to be in, stuff like that. So what are some things that you're, especially being the son of a coach, maybe having a little bit of insight, what are some things you're going to be looking for out of programs as you go throughout your recruitment? Well, it's just like at Commerce and at Jefferson, they need to have a really good culture. They need to be able to bond and stick together pretty easily. And 
most of these schools around here have definitely had that in the SEC. Are in terms of your your strength too, we were talking about physicality. I feel a lot of that comes from being explosive. Uh, strength you have, you were you were you know bench pressing the other day. Uh, I saw Twitter throwing up three fifteen here with the uh, going into sophomore season. I mean, man, you know, just nat naturally naturally strong. You've been lifting lifting you know since you were sixth seventh grade. I mean, what's uh, working on that a lot, or what's what's kind of going on in the weight room with you right now? Well, I definitely got some good genetics from my parents and my dad's been working with me just on even like little things like techniques since like fifth and sixth grade. And he hasn't really started pushing heavy weight until I got old enough to like be able to comprehend that stuff. But he's definitely pushed me hard in the weight room and made me the best that I could be. What's your, I've seen you power clean, seen you bench, do all that. What's your favorite, what's your favorite lift in the weight room? What do you, what do you like getting after? What's your favorite day? I definitely like squat day. It's definitely my favorite. What's the squat max right now? Well, I'm I'm really trying to hit 500. I hit 475 Monday, but coming back from a track meet and trying to hit heavy weight is definitely going to be rough. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. When you when you've been you know running the state, winning the state championship in the 400, then coming back and trying to hit a squat max, maybe not the not the easiest of feats. Yeah. Um, but Sammy, you know, in terms of uh, relationships with with coaches, uh, maybe styles of of defense uh, I'm, because i am assuming you see yourself as a defensive guy at the next level is there anything in particular like a certain style you would like to play i mean you're you're honestly at the age where you could continue to grow and grow into a defensive end or you could be a stand-up outside linebacker you know what are you kind of maybe thinking of your own future and what are you looking for stylistically out of some of these programs well really i like to play anywhere i really like playing defense it's definitely my favorite out of the two and I'll really play anywhere wherever they need me to play and however they need me to play. Absolutely. And, you know, being a, being a guy, I know uh, Tennessee is a program that, that is building um, momentum under Josh Hypeful, trying to, trying to get back after some of the stuff that went on with, uh, you know, the last regime over there, South Carolina went through a coaching state coaching change, you know, coach Bobo now, now at Auburn, the guy who originally offered, through your dad but with that staff that's been there at georgia just you know we talked about getting two offers on the same day but when the georgia offer came through and you were able to to kind of process that being a guy that's from the state of georgia and you know obviously probably have grown up watch georgia football you know what's that what's that like man when you get get that kind of offer from uh l mcgee kirby smart uga it was definitely a very exciting day because we lived 30 minutes from Athens. We used to go down there and watch football games on Saturdays. And just to be able to live that, live those um, those players out on the field is definitely an exciting experience. Absolutely, man. Well, we're looking very much forward to seeing you in, in the new uniform over there in Jefferson, seeing, seeing how this fall goes for you. Uh, like I said, you know, only in 2024 right now, you got a lot ahead of you. Uh, Sammy just wanted to say congratulations on everything. Congratulations once again on the state championship and track. And uh, we'd love to, you know, have you on here down the road again to get another update on your recruitment. Sounds nice, man. All right. So this has been our interview with Sammy Brown, who's going to 
a linebacker, 2024 linebacker who's already got offers from South Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee in the SEC, Georgia Tech over in the ACC. And, uh, you know, we appreciate you guys tuning in. You can follow Sammy once again using at Sammy, that's S-A-M-M-Y Brown underscore on Twitter. You can follow this show, Recruiting Every Second, using at Recruiting underscore SEC on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you for joining us, and we'll catch you next time on Recruiting Every Second. Presented by Bet Online. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30.